Hi, welcome to Storyhole. I'm Joey, the sexy co-host, and I'm here to tell you three things. Number one, season three starts this coming Monday, 28th, so you better start warming those ears up. Number two, you look lovely today. Is that a new outfit? And number three, in celebration of season three, we wanted to give you a sneak peek behind the scenes every day for the next five days. We have some pretty big new news, and we thought maybe we should leave the tape recorder on while we trek out to our new mansion. It's where we'll be doing our research and recording this season. Anywho, here's tape one. Oh, and be sure to come back every day so you can listen to the other tapes. And if you don't, I'm going to piss your pants. Well, it says here on the map that we're basically there. I guess just kind of go left right here. Yeah, right right, here. we'll just kind of go yeah. left. Yeah. Seems like we should see it. I mean, it's a mansion. Yeah. Could it be I mean, that spooky mansion right there? Oh. Oh. That's it. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Okay. You guys want to race up the stairs? <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. do it. I don't. Wait for me. Wait for me. <laughs> okay. Well, do either of you have the key? Not me. Um, Is this it? It must be. It looks like an old key. Like a, a mansion key. Where'd you get that? I've just always had it. <laughs> it was in me the whole time. Give it a give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, give it a shot. <laughs> it works. Okay. All hey. right. Uh, I'm gonna put some some elbow into this uh, the shoulder into this door. It looks like it's pretty <sighs> pretty beefy. <sighs> okay. Seems like it worked. Yeah. Uh, Kev, could you flip that switch over there? Yeah. Put the lights on. Let me try it. It's not working. No. Uh, maybe, maybe just flip, flip it faster. Hey, oh, try try turning it off and then turning it on again. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, that didn't work either. Well, okay. Well, I, uh, I have I have two flashlights. Did you guys bring anything? I just had the light of my love. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, gl- it glows the brightest on this day, on your special day. Uh, it's my here, birthday. Um, yeah, you guys can have these flashlights. I don't need them. Happy birthday, Kev. Thank, thank I mean, you. Happy birthday. And also, happy birthday, Roger. <laughs> it's crazy that my two best friends have the same birthday. We are twins. That's always yeah. been weird. All right, well, you guys have the flashlights. Lead the path. Okay. Let's try this way. Okay. Dang. This is sweet. Check out this library. Yeah, dude, it's big. We're not going to have to leave to do our research. It already has all these books. This Man. is perfect. Like, yeah. I can't wait to read a great book. <laughs> we, we could try one of these ones. I got Macho Man Randy Savage, Book of Shadows. Wow. Uh, a very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> hey, are there any cookbooks over there? Because I'm starving. Uh, are you going to eat one? <laughs> <laughs> this one's made out of chocolate. Perfect. This library has ever, What the oh. fuck was that? Did you see that? You guys that? saw that too, right? No, I just heard Jesus. I well, saw- you have the flashlight. Captain, you go. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not used to having the flashlight. Okay. And okay. Well, I don't, I don't know. All right. Well, I guess we can just kind of keep looking through these books. What do you guys have over there? Uh, so I got some old Dr. Seuss books, some unprinted ones. It looks like uh, yeah, special what's the, editions. What's the title? Um, everybody Zooks. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I mean, we uh, should we check some of the other rooms out? Yeah, might as I well. Mean, if you see a bathroom, I'm all full up. I feel like everywhere's a bathroom here. <laughs> <laughs> Just go, man. It's our mansion. Yeah. Okay, don't look. I'm gonna. <laughs> 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 
There it was again. Let's go. We got a good way to chase after it. It's going right over there by the fireplace. Okay. Wait, my pants are down. No, just waddle. You got this. Uh, Roger, come on. Roger, you're the big one. Come on. Uh, Kev, Kev, you have the flashlight. Okay, we kind of have it cornered. Man, it's disgusting. It's bigger uh, than I thought it was. Okay. Uh, hey, shine your light. Shine your light on it. It's so. It's like a little hairy baby. Yeah. That's the worst kind. I think. I think it is a rodent. Hey, do you think that's a Brian? Hey, Brian. Oh, hey guys. Is it cool if I hang out in your mansion? <laughs> yeah. Hey, while you're over there, could you could you light the fireplace? Hi. Welcome to Story Hall, a podcast exploring the lore behind the most important stories in the world. So pull up a chair by the fireplace and let us put a story in your hole. <laughs> Hi, I'm Roger. Hi, I'm Joey. Hi, I'm Kevin. Hi, everybody. Welcome to season three. We made it. We did it. Yeah, I'm so, I feel, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I want to scream. I think this is the season where we really hit our stride. Yeah. I think this is when we figure out how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I hope so. <laughs> um, but right off the top, before we get started, we have some exciting news to share. Our story whole family is growing. We got a new bouncing baby boy to welcome to the podcast. Everybody say hello to Brian. Hi, I'm Brian. <laughs> Brian's going to join us in uh, in the hole. We decided that we needed some yep. fresh blood and maybe somebody that's actually read a book before on the podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, listeners, I hope you're ready to welcome Brian into your heart. Yeah, um, He's been in our hearts this whole time, so in a way, yeah. it's like he was already in yours, too. You yeah. just didn't know it yet. Yeah. I was also in the corner of the podcast room the whole time, just listening, <laughs> like, yeah. I like what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> just with the a, a bone just chewing on a bone in the corner. <laughs> oh god, I forgot to feed Brian. <laughs> I like the idea that we, our our actual story hole was just like getting just, bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Two years of stretching it out, we have a gaping hole. We just oh, need to put one more guy in there. <laughs> you gotta fill it up so with gross. one more man now. <laughs> with only three men, I can't feel anything. Yeah. Brian, you're probably the the most real man out of all of us anyway. I'm not. No way am I the most real man. You do have a really hairy chest, though. Yeah. I have the most chest hair, but the least uh, head hair. I mean, that's a that's a hallmark of a manly man, though. Yeah, but your your brows go on for days. Yeah, they really show how consternated I am. Brian, I have I have an important question for you before we okay. get started. And you can be honest about this. I think it's important sure. for the listeners to kind of get a sense of who you are. Um, oh, geez. Okay. How do you feel about raisins? Are you into them? Yeah. This is going to make me sound stupid. A raisin is like a dehydrated grape, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good, good. Okay. Um, I like grapes way more than raisins. I don't Ooh. mind raisins. I would say my favorite raisin is when it's coupled with an oatmeal cookie. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't know the last time I had a box of raisins. It so makes you, me feel like a child. Oh, for sure. It's like the disappointing Halloween house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's 100%. I also remember being in elementary school, and it was kind of embarrassing when you had a box of raisins, right? Everybody else would have, like, fruit by the foot or something, and you would have a yeah, box of raisins that's, that's, that's and the, feel a little self-conscious about well, it. One of them's a treat, and the other one's just a yuck fruit. So <laughs> old fruit. Yeah. Worth, I do actually have a box of raisins here. Joey, did you pack a box of raisins for the podcast? Well, I, I, no, I, I just happen to have them. You just called them a yuck fruit, but you're okay. eating them. So are you pro or, or anti-raisin then? I'm, I'm pro-raisin, but... Okay. He's pro-yuck. I mean, comparatively, you're saying fruit by the foot or a raisin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although a, a prune tastes like a, a fruit roll-up. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. I mean, and that's good. I mean, it's all fruit, really, when it comes down to it. <laughs> By the yeah. foot or not. Yeah. Kevin, are you, you a raisin man? Oh, God, no. <laughs> are you kidding well, me? No. I'm glad we have some strong opinions on this okay. topic because we're, we're going to start off season three with uh, a story about maybe the most important raisins in history <laughs> the California raisins. What do you guys know about the California raisins? Do you know where they came from originally? California. The grapevine. <laughs> <laughs> Was it, I think it's like milk, right? Where it's just a product and they were trying to like push people to buy more raisins? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. That's they all were, I got. They were though. invented to advertise raisins. Sure um, worked real good. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Why did they advertise raisins? Well, specifically, it was for Sunmade raisins. They made a Sunmade raisins TV commercial in 1986. Um, you guys know Sunmade, right? They're the red boxes yeah. with the. There's like a picture of a woman in a bonnet holding a basket of raisins on the front. Mm-hmm. I was her for a costume party once. You were right. Were you? Were you yeah. the California raisins woman for Halloween? Yeah. Were you were you a slutty sunmade raisins woman or just a normal one? Well, I mean, I, well, that's what I'm am. Gen- generally, <laughs> I'm a slutty human being. So you mix that with the beautiful bonnet woman, of course. Yeah. That's what you get. So were you only in, wearing the bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> in 1986, Sunmade wants to get some buzz going for raisins, uh, but actually, though, it wasn't really Sunmade that we're calling the shots on this ad campaign. There's this different entity, this shadowy organization behind the scenes pulling the strings on the California Raisins. They're called the California Raisin Advisory Board, <laughs> or the CalRAB for short. And <laughs> this advisory board, they were getting money from the U.S. government to push raisins on the public. And part of their plan was to launch a campaign that would make people just fall in love with raisins. So they hired an animator to make a stop-motion claymation ad with fun raisin characters to appeal to the masses. Um, and the animator they hired is actually the same guy that made the Noid for Domino's. Makes sense. It's a good, good move. <laughs> Two home runs. <laughs> but the ad, it's, it's set in the living room. We see a couple sit on a couch. They're watching a movie. And on the table next to the couch, they have snacks like popcorn and, and pretzels and cookies and a box of raisins. And the camera zooms in closer to the table, and we see that the snacks are alive. And those goddamn raisins are so fucking cool. They're like grating in a line out of the raisin box, and they're wearing Converse, and they have sunglasses, and they're dancing and singing Marvin Gaye's I Heard It Through the Grapevine. And the other snacks are like, these guys are the best snacks. We suck. They're like visibly distraught about how cool the raisins are. The the other snacks are animated too? Yeah, they're all uh, claymation. So there's like a little claymation uh, pretzel stick and a little claymation like candy. And they're just sobbing because the raisins are so much better than they are. (laughs) And you said they're dancing their way out of the box, correct? Yeah, they're just kind of parading around the table. Let me try this real fast. Anything? Uh, Did it work? No. Maybe it's like a Toy Story situation where I have to like walk out of the room and kind of peek on them. Yeah. (laughs) Like a voyeur or voyeur or whatever. (laughs) Voyeur. I don't know how to say that word. Voyeur. I've never been a pervert, so I'm not really sure how to say that word. You put a lot of class in that. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the ad doesn't even mention sun-made raisins at all. It's it's basically just saying, hey, hey everybody, don't forget about raisins. Um, <laughs> the ad got wildly popular. People loved it just because those raisins are so fucking cool. So from there, the world of the California raisins just explodes. They ended up making a whole series of TV ads over the next couple of years. Um, in 1987, they released a vinyl record called The California Raisins, Seeing the Hit Songs, 
which is maybe the least clever title for an album I can imagine. <laughs> it's like the concept on the floor when they're discussing what they're going to do. It's a working title. Yeah. Hey, when we release our Christmas album this year, can we call it, uh, uh, you know, Roger, Roger and Brian and Kevin and Joey sing the world's greatest songs <laughs> for Christmas. For Christmas. For Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Roger and Joey, Kevin and Brian sing eight Christmas songs. Um, but enjoy. It was all covers of Motown hits. They had like R&B classics. Uh, but the single from that album, which is them singing I Heard It Through the Grapevine, hit number 84 on the That's Billboard crazy. Top 100 that year. Wait, so do the each individual raisin, is it actually a person who voices it? I think that there was one particular artist, um, I have the name here somewhere, I can look it up, who was the main musician behind the California Raisins. But they, yeah, they had different singers. I don't think they necessarily mm-hmm. corresponded to specific people. We'll talk about this more in a minute. There are specific raisins that formed a specific band. But in the album, I think it's just the Raisins in general. So I don't think they have particular roles. Okay. But they followed it up with three more albums. Uh, the second one was called Sweet, Delicious, and Marvelous. Uh, the third album was Christmas with the California Raisins, which maybe we should just name our Christmas album that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, it's already, <laughs> we know it's going to work. So. Yeah. And the fourth was called Meet the Raisins. And Meet the Raisins was released alongside a TV special, a claymation documentary that explored the lore behind who the California Raisins are and their origin story as musicians. And it was through this documentary that we really got an idea of who the Raisins are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you guys want to hear the names of the main Raisins? Yeah. Yeah. So there's AC. He's the lead singer. He's a great vocalist. He's got a cool pompadour. There's Bebop. He plays drums. He's kind of short and round. There's Stretch, who's like a tall, skinny raisin that plays bass. And there's Red. He's the cool one. He's got sunglasses and a mohawk, and he plays guitar and uh, and piano. Um, flavor-wise, is uh, do you think they have a different flavor profile? Because I'd really <laughs> like to try that tall, skinny one. Yeah. I mean, he seems kind of stringy. I don't know if he would really be the best to eat. I think red probably is the juiciest yeah. just because he's so cool. You know, that's the one that sounded the best to me. It might be a crazy. Oh shit. He might be a crazy. Did he look red? He, or was he like purple? Like everybody else? He was purple, but I mean, his attitude was a little tart, you know, <laughs> Could have been a crazy guys. That, that language is a little inappropriate. Just be more sensitive. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, sorry. There's a handful of other ones too that aren't specifically in the documentary, but that do have names. The California Raisin Advisory Board launched a public contest to name the raisins, and anybody that wanted to could write in their own suggestion, and it might get picked. Um, I'll tell you guys what the winning names are, but I want to see what your entry would have been. Do you guys have a cool, uh, a good raisin name you can come up with? Good raisin name. Good raisin name. Um. Squishy. Squishy. We're going to need like a first and last name. Uh, so maybe like Johnny Squish oh, or. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I hate it now. Johnny I take it back. <laughs> maybe Juicy, Juicy Doug. <laughs> Juicy Doug. I want to think something like, like with like perp, like cause purple. Ooh, so like good. something like, uh, like perp, perp Malone. <laughs> yeah, about, cool. Uh, wrinkly Stang. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Sh- shriveled, shriveled Dave. <laughs> Steven Wrinkle. <laughs> okay, the winning names were Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> He's going from being a raisin back to being a grape. Oh, that's good. It's a triumphant story. You're kind of on the right track. The 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 first winning name was Ben Indesun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
And the second one was Justin X Grape. <laughs> and the third winning name was Tiny Goodbite, oh. which is just that's, a fucking that's great a good name. name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Tiny Goodbite. Hey, here's a question. I want to name every every pet and every child I have from well, now on is going to be named Tiny Goodbite. That's <laughs> confusing. Um, <laughs> if you had a raisin and you had a syringe, like a needle, and you filled it up with water and put it into the raisin, would it just slowly turn back into a grape? That's a great question. I heard. I think you'd have to fill it with grape juice. I've never looked into this, but I heard that if you feed babies raisins, they come out as grapes. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't seem yeah. real, but that's amazing. I, it doesn't. It Wait, doesn't, is, but is, it could be. Do you think the world has it wrong? Do you think raisins aren't dehydrated grapes, but grapes are actually raisins that were fed through a baby? It could be. Yeah. Hydrated raisins. Could be. Could be. I mean, that's what that's what uh, yeast is, right? It's just like a little creature that eats a thing and turns into bread. <laughs> yes. yeah. I don't think you have to feed it through a baby yeah. to get it. You don't, I don't think you pour, no, no, you don't that, pour that, yeast into a baby's mouth and then bread comes out of its butt. No, no, no. no. The, the, the yeast is the baby, is the vehicle you, in the situation. Do you even bake, Joey? Yeah. You know I bake. Come on, man. Not, not on the show. Joey's trying to get baguettes and he's just feeding it to a baby, a little French baby. <laughs> this is the baby I don't know either. I just walk over to the lady. Yeah. Excuse me. I need to borrow this. <laughs> so anyway let's talk about the raisins origin story as told through the meet the raisins documentary um it starts with two brothers ac and bebop and they're growing up in fresno california which is actually not too far away from where we live well not you kevin you're you're an east coaster now but uh fresno if you're not from california is just it's just the worst place yeah. in the world probably right <laughs> this is terrible sorry fresno <laughs> But they realize at a very young age that they can harmonize their voices together really well. And they discover this talent when they both hit each other and they start crying at the same time. And the note that they hit together is just, it's its beautiful. So after oh, that... Let's go ahead and give the note. We'll just do the note right now. Oh, yeah. So we can go. do that. Ready? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's where it all started. It's, it's an audio format uh, show, so you know. Yeah. That's what I sound um, like when I cry. <laughs> All four of those voices. <laughs> so I don't go to movies with you anymore. <laughs> so they get interested in music. Uh, they don't really have a lot of direction when they're young. Um, but when they're teens, their cousin from Modesto moves in. That's Red. And Red can play guitar. He can play keys. So they start a band. Bebop learns to play drums. AC takes lead vocals. Uh, Red plays guitar. And they call themselves the Vinyls. Vinyls is in like a, like a vinyl record, but also Vine. Like it's V-I-N-E because raisins grow on a vine. It's very clever. And then they hire a fourth member because they need somebody for the low end. They need somebody to sing the bass parts. And, and this might shock you, but the fourth member is not a raisin. He's a big fat grapefruit. What? <laughs> so they start playing these little clubs and these bars around Fresno. And they're getting, they're getting pretty popular. But the grapefruit just isn't working out. He's talented. He's really good. But he just doesn't have the right vibe for the band. Clearly. He's not bringing the right energy. So they kick him out. And they replace him with someone who does have the right vibe, a raisin named Stretch. And now you're probably thinking, that's pretty shitty that they're only interested in collaborating with other raisins. And, and they kicked out a guy just because he's the wrong type of fruit. Yeah. And it's extra shitty because this ends the Grapefruit's music career. The documentary follows up on him and he's working in a fish factory now. And he's <laughs> super bitter because that was kind of a turning point in his life that sent him down a bad path. And, uh, oh. and it really makes a point to document how the actions of the California raisins kind of ruin this, this grapefruit's life. Are they trying to make like an origin story for like the taste of grapefruit? It's like why they're bitter? Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's probably it. But 
Now all uh, the All Raisin Band, they get their big break when they book a gig on a TV show called Talent or Consequences. It's like um, a picture like American Idol or something like that. But the stakes are way higher because when you perform on Talent or Consequences, if the crowd doesn't like you, you die. Ooh. Or at least you're at least you're horribly injured. <laughs> Man, who wrote this movie? <laughs> it's very dark. For example, there's a corn cob that's in the competition and he's singing, but while he's performing, he's forced to stand in a popcorn machine. Jesus. And as Christ. soon as the crowd starts booing him, they plug in the popcorn machine and his kernels just start exploding. That's torture. Jeez. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, the raisins agree to perform on the show. They play a little richer cover. Uh, while a giant 16-ton weight hangs above them on the stage. At least it'll be quick. Yeah, there's this beautiful banana on the other side of the stage holding the rope to the weight. And if the crowd boos, she's going to let go of the rope and the raisins will be crushed. But they do great. The raisins are fantastic. The crowd is loving it. In fact, they're so good that that beautiful banana holding the rope, she gets so into the music that she starts clapping along and she lets go. And the weight falls in the middle of their performance, and the raisins are crushed. But miraculously, they don't die. Uh, they are, however, stuck in a hospital for a full year recovering from their terrible injuries. They're in full body casts, head to toe, for a year. This is so <laughs> weird. <laughs> 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 I don't know how to. I don't know what to do with that, Roger. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. Oh, that's all I've got. Uh-huh. See you next week, guys. Yeah. Great, great episode. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a huge bummer, right? It's made even worse, though, by the fact that their performance was so good on that show that people are going nuts. Uh, they're shooting straight to the top of the charts. Their recording from that episode is blowing up. People want more of these raisins. But the raisins can't. They're stuck in a hospital. They can't play shows. They can't get in the studio. Their opportunity for fame is basically just passing them by while they're recovering. Oh, also, that's when they changed their band name from the vinyls to the California Raisins. There's a newspaper article talking about their performance, and uh, it says California Raisins are a smash hit, and the name just kind of sticks from there. So they start calling themselves the California Raisins. I think it's funny that they they like less clever names. (laughs) That's just how they do things. Dumb it down a little bit. (laughs) But I guess nobody really knew who they were because they were stuck in that hospital. So probably the general public was just like, who are these California Raisins? You know, so is that that why they specified which city they're from, like Modesto and stuff? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, make it like California. really, yeah, from California. Really Those are weird choices of places. The only thing I can imagine is that maybe there's a big. That, is that where raisin farmers are in Modesto and Fresno? The, the raisin fields of Modesto. <laughs> that's beautiful. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like that's what heaven's probably like. <laughs> so eventually, they do get out of the hospital, and they basically have to start their careers over. They're broke. Uh, all of their would-be fans have moved on. They're starting from scratch. And they just start singing on the street corners for change, which is very sad. But the Raisins credit this struggle on the streets with giving them their cool, edgy style that would make them so popular later. So there is kind of a silver lining. And plus, they do end up starting to rebuild their careers. They get noticed. uh, They land some parts in movies. And they finally end up booking a tour. Now, unfortunately, this tour is exclusively in Antarctica. All of the dates are in Antarctica. (laughs) So they're playing entirely to Penguin's. Um, audiences of snowmen, none of which are, are buying merch or, or paying for tickets or anything. So the Raisins end up losing an absolute ton of money on the tour. And they realize that really their career probably isn't going to take off. So they're kind of dejected. They feel defeated. They get on a plane and they're going to fly back to the U.S. And that's when fate steps in. On the flight home, their plane is struck by lightning and it crashes. 
but it crashes right into a TV studio, throwing the raisins out of the plane and right onto the stage of a late night TV talk show. Think like The Tonight Show or something. And the raisins just come out rocking. They fall onto the stage (laughs) and they absolutely slay the audience with the cover of Stevie Wonder's signed, sealed and delivered. And the people just lose their minds. It's going out live all over the country uh, and it propels the raisins back into the spotlight and they, they get a second chance of success and they take it. They're finally able to grab a hold of the opportunity that they deserve. So they're offered recording contracts, they get their first studio single, uh, and everything takes off. And that's the story of how the California Raisins Band comes to be. It's so yeah. lucky and so fortunate. Yeah, like, I was going to say that that was lucky, but if you were in a plane crash and immediately just got out and started rocking, yeah. I feel like you kind of earned it <laughs> at that point. It. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, it's good. makes you really they, think. Did they like fly out the windshield with their instruments in their hands? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I'm gonna start everywhere I fly now. I'm gonna start just ready to rock if I need <laughs> just to. Just in case. Basically. Yeah, maybe we should get in some yeah. plane accidents so we can get some fortunate luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we should cause some. <laughs> uh, We're gonna yeah. get flagged on some weird list now for that. I might have to go back to the corner after this one, boys. <laughs> yeah. So in real life, their popularity led to a bunch of different media. Um we talked about their four albums that they put out. They had the TV documentary. Uh, they ended up making a California Raisin Saturday morning cartoon for a while. Uh, there was a claymation Christmas special. And they also made a couple of video games. And I think the video games are worth talking about because they're pretty interesting. The first Raisins game came out for PC in 1988. It's called The California Raisins and the Cereal Factory. And you play as everybody's favorite raisin, Tiny Goodbite. Mm-hmm. And your friends, the other raisins, have been kidnapped and taken to a cereal factory where I assume they're going to be put into like a raisin bran or something to be eaten. <laughs> yeah. So you have to go in there and, and save them. So you ride in a hot air balloon for some reason to the cereal <laughs> factory and jump out and then you make your way through the factory by climbing ladders and avoiding other foods and uh, eventually you can save your friends from being eaten which I feel like is kind of a weird angle this product was definitely meant to promote eating raisins but the whole you want what you can't have is it the forbidden fruit yeah I feel like it just make me feel guilty for eating raisins after saving my friends from the, the cereal yeah. factory. I don't know. I'm torn. Because <laughs> part of me is like, yeah, this you is a it. rare thing. And I definitely want to do it because I'm not allowed to. But the other part is they have faces and they talk and they're sentient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And let's talk about their faces, actually. Uh, the game is fucking terrible. It's it's awful. But the, the raisins in the gameplay look nothing like the California raisins. They did such a shitty job. Like, picture the California raisins in your mind. You can picture them, right? They're raisins with arms and legs that come straight out of their raisin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. And they have, like, a, a human face. I'm going to send over a screenshot. We'll post this on the Instagram, too, if you want to see it. This is... A screenshot from California Raisins and the Cereal Factory. Take a look at that. What? Look at the figures on the left. Those are the California Raisins. They have a full body with just a giant purple raisin head. I think I think those those are like legs coming out of it. It's just the arms should be higher up, like where their ears would be. They're definitely wearing a shirt of some kind, right? I, I guess. It's a very impressive thigh gap, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. If you want to check out these raisins, we'll post them on Instagram. They also have this great 1988 MS-DOS sounding version of a song that's almost, I heard it through the grapevine, but not quite enough that they would have to play, pay licensing fees for it. Do you guys want to hear that? Yeah. yeah. Me listen through the vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> Here, give that a listen.
What do you guys think? That'd be good with a lo-fi hip-hop beat. Yeah. You should do that. But it's not, but it's not, it's not for the great fight. <laughs> it's Something so else. close to being that though. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a shitty game. But then two years later, they give it another shot. And this time Nintendo steps in and this could be a big hit. So they really sink some resources into it. They get Capcom on board. Uh, Capcom's the company that makes like Street Fighter. They made Mega Man. Um, and so this game is poised to be great. It's called the California Raisins, The Grape Escape. And you play as one of the raisins again. This time you're Ben Indesun, and you get called before the California Raisin Advisory Board, the CalRAB, which is the real-life government organization that made the California Raisins. But in the game, in the lore of the California Raisins, they're like judges. They're wearing white wigs, almost like the founding fathers. <laughs> and they call Ben Indesun in because the California Raisins band has been kidnapped. AC, Bebop, they've all been kidnapped, along with all of their music. And you have to go rescue them and get the music back in time for their next big concert. So you make your way through the levels. Uh, one's a factory. There's a juicery, a corn maze. You climb your way up the grapevine. And eventually you make your way to Sky High Records, which is the home of the Wild Bunch. The Wild Bunch is a rival band that has kidnapped the California Raisins because they're so competitive. Now, the boss of the game is the leader of the Wild Bunch, who is a bunch of green grapes wearing a Roman toga for some reason. Uh, it doesn't really fit the narrative of the game, but you can kill him by throwing a bunch of uh, jelly beans at him, and eventually he falls off the vine and he dies, and the raisins are rescued. But what makes this game interesting is that it never came out. For decades, it was a total mystery, a, a myth, because there were ads for the game, there were flyers that came in other Nintendo games advertising the Grape Escape, um, there were reviews of the game that came out of magazines, but then nothing. It just disappeared. And there were rumors that people had seen it or played it. It was like um, like a grade school, schoolyard legend kind of, yeah. right? Kids would brag that their neighbor's uncle has seen the California Raisins game, but nobody ever actually saw it. It's like uh, the, the how like the, there's that rumor about um, all those copies of uh, E.T. for NES that were buried in New Mexico. Yeah, People, they're like, but it actually can't turn out to be real. <laughs> that is real, right? There's a huge. Yeah, that one's yeah. just a pit full the of killer of Atari. Yeah. So what happened with that? Was there just they just made way too many of them and nobody wanted them? Uh, it just bombed. the The game bombed real hard. They had the like the they had a guy make it in like a month. It's a shitty game. So that could come oh. out when the movie was coming out. Yeah, it was it was bad. And so they put all these these copies out on the shelves for the winter holiday, and nobody bought them up. And so they just. <laughs> So dumped like, them in a pit. We have to get rid of these some, <laughs> somehow. So they took them to Mexico and dug a big That's hole. So, so alternatively, <laughs> though, because so. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but ET stands for extraterrestrial. It's about an alien, and maybe they were getting too close to the real thing. <laughs> Isn't Roswell in New Mexico? Oh shit! Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. Wait, are they buried in New Mexico or in Mexico? New, New Mexico. Mexico. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Not I thought, they had to like, <laughs> I thought they had to go like across the border to hide <laughs> the evidence of their shame or something. <laughs> we got to get these things out of the U.S. <laughs> so for over a decade, the California Raisins game just disappeared. It was a myth, a legend. Nobody had ever really seen it until January 21st, 2003. There's a man by the name of Brandon Murphy who was hanging out at his local video game shop in Florida. It's the kind of place to where you could buy and sell old games, right? And this woman comes in with her kid to sell a bunch of old NES games to get enough money to buy like a PlayStation or something. And the shop takes most of the games, but they tell her there's a couple that they can't accept because the cartridges have homemade labels on them and they wouldn't be able to sell those. 
So this Brandon Murphy kid is standing there kind of looking over what's happening, and he sees that one of the labels just says raisins on it. it it's handwritten. And also a sticker that says, please return to Capcom when finished. Thank you. And it has an address yeah. on it. So Brandon is like, holy shit. And he asks if he can buy it off this lady. And the lady says, yeah, she actually just gives it to him. And it turns out that she had somehow gotten a hold of the only existing test copy of the California Raisins game. It was probably sent out to like a journalist or something for a review and then never got returned and somehow ended up in this this woman's NES collection. Man. So this game that people had assumed was just a legend, there was in this guy's hands. People offered to pay Brandon Murphy a ton of money for it, but he refused because he had promised the woman that he wouldn't sell it. And he wanted to stay true to his word. Um, but he also wanted it to be available to people. Like he felt bad that nobody else would get to experience this California Raisins game. So he made a ROM of it. Do you guys know like ROMs? You can. Yeah. It's basically yeah. like a copy of a Nintendo game that you can play on the internet. He made a copy of it, posted it on the internet so that the whole community could experience this game. And you can go get it now if you search uh, California Raisins, The Grape Escape. You can play it. It's not good. You guys want to see you can get a high score while compete? <laughs> okay. Let's. Hey, can we make it a competition for our listeners? If yeah. anybody downloads the California Raisins Nintendo game, uh, send us your high score. If you can beat ours. We'll post you on Instagram. If you can beat ours, we'll send you um, $500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to match that. <laughs> Damn, we have to get really good at this game, guys. I don't have that kind of money. (laughs) And that that kid was so lucky. Yeah. Right place, right time. Um, And he got kind of famous for it. And he's actually kind of a beloved figure in the community because he was offered a bunch of money, but he turned it down and released it to the community for free. Um, I wasn't going to include this in the story because it's kind of sad, but he was later murdered. Jeez. What? And everyone kind of celebrates him as being just this incredible guy. Is it related to – because I, I don't know if I'm going off on this, but like the fact that it didn't come out and it keeps coming yeah. back to the, the advisory board. It's like this oh, grand shit. conspiracy. Was it the advisory board that knocked him off for doing – Do you think the California Raisin Advisory Board bumped him off? I mean it's because possible. he was the only reason why this game saw the light of day. Yeah. And they were the judges in the game, right? They were like this uh-huh. ominous, shadowy yeah. call. <laughs> Maybe the grapefruit did it. If if I die after this podcast comes out, it's the advisory it's board. The California Raisin that, Advisory that Board. Yeah. Now I can finally murder Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, are you were you a, a plant this whole time? A mole for the California Raisin Advisory you Board? You seemed raisiny. He wasn't a plant for the grape. <laughs> hey. I was going to say, after hearing all this story about the California raisins and, and their background and everything, do you guys feel any more inclined to eat raisins? <laughs> I just keep thinking about salad. Not at all. It's, it's so weird. Not, not even a little bit. I mean, I always feel inclined to eat raisins. I love raisins. You love those little guys. So I'm always at like maybe an, <laughs> maybe like an 80% desire to eat raisins 24-7 at any given moment. Is that true? But right now I'm probably at like an 82%, so maybe a little. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love raisins, man. Do you really? Raisins with peanuts? Oh my God, don't get me started. No. Oh, like trail mix? <laughs> yeah, it's true. I love it. Huh. Gort. Gort, man. Learn something new every day about Roger. <laughs> <laughs> you should see my poops. <laughs> <laughs> Full of grapes. <laughs> but it turns out that Capcom had pulled the plug on the project right before the game was to be released. It was already finished, but they decided that the popularity of the California Raisins was fading too fast. At this point, raisin sales were plummeting. Uh, for Capcom to invest all the money to actually produce the cartridges and do all the packaging and the distribution, it just wouldn't make sense. It would be a huge financial hit. So they cut their losses and they just buried the game and just pretended like it never existed. And it became a myth. That's what they want you to think. 
that was just whispered from child to child <laughs> in the early 1990s. <laughs> or maybe something much darker. <laughs> what a beautiful story. <laughs> Tales of time. That's basically the end of the golden age of the California Raisins. Now, the California Raisin Advisory Board claims that they disbanded a couple years after that because they had disagreements with the raisin farmers on how money was to be handled. So the raisin farmers kind of revolted and the California Raisin Advisory Board just uh, just kind of evaporated. Um, also, they stopped making California Raisin commercials because the cost of making claymation animated commercials was just too high and raisin sales really weren't justifying it. But you still can see the California Raisins in some ways if you go to the official Raisins website, <laughs> which is just, let me double check this URL. I think if you just search Raisins, it'll take you there. Oh, don't be coy. You know exactly where it is, Roger. <laughs> yeah. Raisin lover. Alternatively, if you, at night before you go to bed, if you just close your eyes and pray, you can also see them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they do pop up on packaging once in a while, but they don't have the same kind of attention that they used to. <laughs> they just look the sad. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they kind of faded from the public spotlight, but they never faded from our hearts. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the story of the California Raisins. Beautiful. Do you think they just started making wine instead when it didn't work out? The, the, cow, the cow rab? Yeah. Or you mean the raisins themselves? What, uh, either, are you? Uh, wait, 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 Kevin. Are you insinuating that the California raisins, when they fell on tough times, were just pissing into bottles and selling it as wine? <laughs> Maybe. So those are big claims. <laughs> <laughs> you have to back that up, man. That's a we got a case of libel here. If you don't have a way of backing that up, next week on Story Hole, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin gets murdered. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cool. When you were looking into it, was there? Any reason why the government would give an advisory board money to sell raisins? Uh, no, I couldn't find anything. The paper trail just ends. Um, so hmm. a little little mysterious, huh? Do you want to hear a weird a weird thing that I think about whenever I can't hear that song I heard it through the grapevine without thinking of Bone Thugs and Harmony? Why? Because uh, they have an intro on one of their albums called Creepin' Up, I'll Come Up. And it has the same rhythm at the end of that chorus or whatever. I don't know what that's called. It's a weird bridge or refrain. I don't know what you call it, but you know, it goes like, yeah. but that, but bone thugs have one. It sounds exactly the same. It goes East 99 is where you'll find me slinging the yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know what you're yeah. talking about. So I just, that's definitely on purpose, right? Do you think so? I would imagine. I mean, Marvin Gaye, right? That's a, who? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I mean, AC Raisin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now you're speaking my language. Uh, real quick, Roger, weren't there lady raisins at some point? Yeah, there are, are the raisin. Never... There are the raisinettes. They're the background okay. singers that uh, that accompany them, and they're beautiful oh, cool. and glamorous. Yeah. yeah. Nice. They don't play into the main story too much. We see them in the documentary, but they never really get much attention. Yeah. Cool. I assume I didn't watch the um, the Saturday morning animated cartoon. Um, maybe they play a bigger role there. So maybe someday yeah. we'll come back and revisit the California Raisins cartoon. I wonder what happened to the banana lady. Oh, man. She got fired. People probably hated her guts. Yeah, man. I assume yeah. she probably went to jail, right? Yeah, manslaughter. Grape slaughter. Yeah. It was an accident. It was an accident, but that doesn't, I mean, that doesn't matter. You can still serve some hard yeah. time for that. It was a crime of passion. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she probably felt terrible. That poor banana. <laughs> probably like wilted into her old brown. She's only good for banana bread now. Should we wrap it up? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. We have a review. Oh, oh yeah. Um, this one's delightful. Uh, so if you like, like to leave us a review on 
Apple Podcasts. That does something, maybe. We're not really sure, but we like them. So. We're not sure. It makes us smile. We hear other people say that that's good, so we're telling people to do it. We don't really know what it does. But. Yeah, but I like reading them. Yeah. So uh, Alyssa6813, uh, my holes are satisfied. She gave us five stars, guys, <laughs> out of five stars. Wow. So this podcast is sensational, to say the least. The chemistry between the hosts is superb. I feel like I'm hanging out with the boys, if the boys talked about the biblical apocalypse. <laughs> Their banter isn't only hilarious, but super intelligent as well. They always have this random knowledge, but we've sit so well in the conversation. I don't know. I feel like I'm listening to a bunch of goofy scholars. I definitely about. Oh, I am definitely about to binge listen to all of the episodes. Uh, one nine, like one jillion jillion, basically out of ten stars. Wow, Thank you, that's really nice. Thanks, Alyssa. That's, that's great. Cool. Um, we'll read anything you write as a review on air. So if you have anything mean you want to say to somebody else, or maybe if you want to uh, propose to your, your partner or to any of the hosts that you like. Send us emails, storyhole podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at storyhole podcast. Is that all the things? I think that's all the things. That's all the things. Then we have our fun phrases that we say at the end. Oh yeah. Kevin, say a fun phrase. Bazingo. (laughs) Uh, Stay moist. Stay moist. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.